When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? It's uh, June 24th, Monday. We're back at it. John Boy and Jake Radio. We got sports headlines, weird news stories, and the rest. Jake and I are rocking two different versions of the same shirt. Which is always fun, and we had Weird Science by Oingo Boingo. Uh, it is John Hughes week with the music, Jake. That's the theme this nice. week, John Hughes movies, which actually I think is a cool theme because music was a big part of his movies. I like John Hughes movies. So there you go. How uh, Welcome everyone that's listening on the podcast app and in the, in the YouTube chat. How you guys doing? How are you, Jake? Big John, John Hughes week. Big John Hughes fan. Um, I like John Hughes I just movies. Don't know. Yeah, I just don't know any of his work. But I know all of his work because I just don't really know who he is. But um, I'm confused. Weird do you Do you know that name? Like, do you know John Hughes movies? I know the name, but like, I don't. I don't know like any of his actual. Like, I couldn't reel off his movies. Oh, really? Like Breakfast Club. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Home Alone. Like, I know them. Yeah. No idea who John Hughes was in them. No, he's the writer and the director of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, like, I know the name. I know he did a bunch of movies. I didn't know. Like, okay, Ferris Bueller, those ones. Yeah, sure. J.P. Hughes. Yeah. He also did Planes, Trains, Automobiles, and I think he did, like, the the Vegas Vacation ones. Which you like? Christmas vacation. I think you like nice. those, right? Just, just, just lived it. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, love some Boingo Boingo in the morning. That's a, that's just a little about me. But um, yeah, man. Big weekend. Um, had a bachelor party, Vegas. Who about weird science? Um, but it was good. It was good. Forty eight hours in and out. Um. Did my first Vegas pool party. It was pretty cool. Um, I get it now. Um, and yeah, just, uh, I mean, classic, you know, group of 12 to 15 guys at any given event. Uh, either trying to be cool or trying not to be cool. So we uh, we had some fun. Good, good to get in and out of there. Um, and yeah, I mean, also, you know, the Yankees have a big effect on us. They're still doing really good things. Um and yeah, kind of a uh, man. I mean, we're a week out from July, James. It's nuts. It's summer. It's summer mode here. Lifeguards are on duty. Uh, nice. People were out in the streets. I think I haven't gone really outside today, but I believe that if I did, this town it wouldn't feel like a weekday. You know, that's when it becomes summer. Right. Like, 
There's no more weekdays here in July and August. And I think we're in the point of June where there's no more weekdays. So nice. Uh, there are for for, for my, myself, but the town itself right. is like everyone comes here for a week and that's their vacation week. So town is a vacation. I had yesterday I had uh, I was drained after we recorded talking Yanks and uh, just like everything else we we're doing. I think I did one breakdown or whatever. And I was like, man, I just need to get out of the house. And I walked up and I just went and swam in the ocean. And that is like, I just, I never forget how lucky I am to live by the ocean. I think like 0.5% of the population can say like, I just walked to the ocean and swam in it. Probably less. I meant to say 0. 0.5, 0.05. Is that the same thing? Less than 1%. 0.05 would probably be, one 1% would be 1%. And then half of that would be 0.5. So that's what I meant. So less than 1% of the people can say that. Yeah. Pretty nice. I don't, pretty nice. And then I did outside shower life. Fantastic. Nice. Yeah. What was your day on Friday? You traveled early in the morning. You got to Vegas. Yeah. Early travel day. Arrive at Vegas. Let's see. Um, Meet up with the guys, place a couple sports bets. Did pretty well in the sports book, just really bad everywhere else. Um, and then Friday night, do we? Oh, actually, uh, Friday was good, but uh, there there was no. Um, I don't want to say multiplier. I didn't go out Friday night. We uh we did Friday by the pool, and we had some drinks, and we were chilling. And then uh Friday night, it was like ten thirty, and uh. Like, a lot of the guys were getting into some craps gambling. And I'm not a craps guy. Um, craps doesn't do anything for me. Um, so I was kind of floating on the outside, and there was a group. And then it was, like, every, <laughs> every like, five minutes, like, one person would sneak out and, and, like, go back. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing the pool party tomorrow. Uh, I'm going out tomorrow night. And I don't even think these guys are going out tonight. Um, so I called it, like, 1130 in Vegas. Cool guy. Um but made up for it Saturday pretty good. But fr Friday was a nice day. It's always good to get that Vegas energy, man. It's freshman year of college, um, just with adults. And uh, So it was so, different than when we went there for winter meetings? Yeah, I mean, we were there for work stuff and on a weekday. And Hey, you, you still got a little bit of that Vegas energy in you, calling me the garbage man and, and feel, feeling the flow. Um, well, you, were, you said that. That's a direct quote. That was a direct quote from me from you. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't know. Fr Friday was a good day. It was a uh, six eight. Six eight. That's pretty good. Yanks were still dominating. Got to Vegas. Yeah. Six eight. It's a good day. That was your best day of the week. Good job. Oh, yeah. Luke, what did we do Vegas. on Friday? You weren't here. Luke wasn't here on Friday. We did JJR late, so you could. No, that's Thursday night. Well, yeah, you didn't have to wake up for that. I'm so I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get you your normal tip-off point. Yeah, I don't know what I did Friday. No idea. Probably just made a bunch of breakdowns. Did I post a lot on Friday, Luke? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say I had a good Friday, but I don't good know. Friday. Like we say every Monday, hardest thing to do is remember my Friday. So I'm just going to give it a 6-1. Seems like nice. Seems like it was nice good. I don't remember anything bad happening. Right. Uh, 
And the guy just made breakdowns all day. And some other stuff. Breakdown. Breakdown. Middle America. Breakdown. Come on and give it to me. All right. Well, let's move on to the sports. You ready? Wow. Yeah. What else do we need to do? Oh, just like looking at you. Talk some more John Hughes. What's your favorite John Hughes movie? What what do we need? What do we need? What else do we need to know about John Hughes? You mentioned a couple of the movies. Um, He was like a quiet guy. And he he wrote movies about like his best movies are about teenagers which some people okay. thought was a little weird um because he was like a 30 year old that would write like pretty in pink 16 candles breakfast club like all these high school movies right. and a lot of people think like he didn't have that high school thing so he just always right. like wrote that was how he enjoyed high school and some people thought it was a little creepy other people didn't but he thought Home Alone was going to be a bust, and it turns out to be like the best movie ever. Um, right. Made a lot of good movies, man. Made a lot of good movies. He wrote Miracle mm-hmm. on 34th Street, the remake, 101 Dalmatian, Dalmatians, Uncle Buck, which is a classic. Yeah. Home Alone, National Candy Lampoon's guy. Christmas Vacation. He wrote that. You're a big fan of that. Like that. Um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Really funny Ferris Bueller's Day Off Pretty in Pink Weird Science That's a song Breakfast Club 16 Candles Yeah, I mean, dude He he has a crazy career He's from Lansing, nice. Michigan And he died yeah, yeah, at I, age I remember, 59 I, I remember we looked him up We talked Home Alone one time And I, I remember that now But uh, yeah, it's interesting That uh, it feels like a lot of that Does have the links to Either kids or high school Or um, I don't know. Like now, now I'm picturing John. John, what, do we think he was a loser in high school? I think he was like misunderstood or um, right. didn't fit in and was doing his own thing, which I think is like a lot of people in high school. Sure, it's no high school fucking sucks. Actually, I enjoyed high school, but I can fully understand why high school sucks for a lot of people. Yeah, you go because you were a giant bully. All right, to the sports. To the sports. Jimmy, we're a week out from NBA free agency. The rumors are going to start to get raw silly this weekend. And, I mean, the biggest thing I would want to mention is after five years, Nando DiColo will be returning to the NBA. He'll be like a backup point guard, but one of the most fun names you'll see in name history. Tackle Fall, your guy, Jim, signs with the Celtics after the draft. USA Women, Jim, they're playing in a couple minutes. We might get some live updates on that. They're playing Espana in an elimination game today. Jimmy, my UConn is heading back to the Big East. Um, it, it should mean good things for most of the sports programs. Football, still up in the air. And Jimmy, around the horn this weekend's baseball action. Step right up and meet the Mets. Jason Vargas and Mickey Calloway, uh, basically assault a reporter. Dodgers win three straight with rookie walk-off homers. Think about that. That's pretty bizarre. Yankees set team record with 26 straight games with a home run. Pete Alonzo, good stuff for the Mets, breaks Daryl Strawberry's rookie record of home runs. It's still June. Hannah Green, Jim, wins one for the Aussies. 22 years old, wins her first LP. LGPA. LGPPA? LPGA. LPGA. 
A lot of sports over the weekend. I want to talk about this Mets fiasco first, but I don't know if you want to do something else before that. Yeah, get it. Get it. Uh, The Mets, and this is nothing new for Mets fans, the Mets are such a mess, man. And I, like, you hear Mets fans, and they're so negative, and they're like, even if they have a good two months they're like this isn't going to work out like nothing and you're like dude why are you so negative and then then you're they have no reason to be positive i feel bad for them like the mets are such a mess every tiny thing they do is just so stupid they're just everything they do is so stupid uh the story here is that a reporter i forget his name healy or something was at, first of all, Callaway blew the game. He, he left Seth Lugo in to face Baez, and Seth Lugo was like doing bad and, and throwing a lot of pitches. And they have their closer, Diaz, in the bullpen, who should be able to do, you know, on occasion, multiple out saves. But they right. didn't do that. So then Lugo blows it, Baez three run home run. And the reporters are just asking those questions. Now, I do think the reporter probably was like in a very snarky kind of tone. Uh, kind of like, I know you're mad right now, so I'm going to poke the bear a tiny bit. Like, I don't think right. the reporter's fully in the clear, but the reporter asked basically, like, do you do you think, like, I forget what the question was. So I'm like, like, why isn't Diaz available for more? Do you think that needs a change? Just questioning the bad decision, which is their job to ask the reasonings behind the decisions. That's their job. Right. Callaway went into his office and then got dressed and then walked back out and... As he's walking back out, that dude, that reporter who knowingly got under his skin earlier says, see you tomorrow, Mickey. Now, I guarantee he says he was just saying that in a nice way. No way. That reporter was being a snarky asshole and was probably like, see you tomorrow, Mickey. And Mickey Calloway, who's in a bad mood, was like, go fuck yourself. The fuck out of here. And he's like, what did I do? And then he tells the PR team, get this guy out of here. And then Jason Vargas, our favorite, Vargas. He... He stared down the reporter and then like started walking towards him. Was like, I'm gonna fuck you up, and they had to hold him back and everything. Yeah, I do think the reporter was probably like poking the bear and being a wise ass, which is actually the Mickey Calloway co- quote: "Don't be a smart ass." Yeah, and I think I think Calloway, I I he, I might have been covering his foot tracks at this point, but he thought <laughs> he he said he thought he heard the reporter drop an mf'er, <laughs> which like. <laughs> He totally did it, Mickey. <laughs> like no, nobody believes that. Um, but yeah, I, hey, uh, okay, positive spins. Um, um, all right. There's no positive spins. The Mets are a team mess. bonding. Team bonding. There it is. This is gonna. This is gonna galvanize the Mets against the reporters. Finally, dude, I feel so bad because like Alonzo right now, you said he's doing great things, breaks Daryl Strawberry's home run record, and all this, but. In a year or two, Alonzo is going to be, get me out of here. Like, Matt Harvey yeah. was a hothead asshole from the jump, like picking fights with um, people. But he thought he was going to be the savior of the Mets. And then he, and then once you find out there's no saving this franchise and, and my, the best thing for my career is to get out of here, DeGrom kind of had enough last year and he signed an extension. But, like, he seems like I, it sucks to be a rookie on the Mets. I feel bad for Alonzo. He doesn't deserve to be part of this organization. Uh, I, I I don't know if I feel bad for the guy setting NL rookie home run records and gets gets to play baseball and live in New York. Um, yeah, but in a couple of years, he's going to want out, and he's going to be stuck there. 
Maybe. Or, or, I mean, if he really wants out, he can go through his agent and f- force the issue on that and do whatever. Maybe the Mets turn it around. Maybe Brody Van Wagenen. Um, see, that's not, see, that's not happening. That's not feasible in your mind at all, which, um, I, I mean, is partially fair. Um, I, I think part of the problem, Jimmy, I am such a firm believer. One, one of the few things I actually picked up from the working world is how truly important it is to have a well-run organization. It starts at the top. Like, yep. there's no BS. It's not, like, no figureheads or, yeah, our CEO's kind of a, he's a, he, he's a huge idiot, but, you know, I, I think the rest of this organization is going to work it out. No. I used to travel the country for my company, and I would see there's six different regions and you could tell who was the VP operating that region and everything, how it played out below it. It, it was unbelievable. And it's just, it's top down. And I mean, it starts with the Will Ponds. And, and it's the same thing with my Knicks and, and James Dolan. Um, it, it's just, you know, people really wonder. They're like, well, I mean, how much does the owner affect, you know, the actual team if they hire the GM? And I mean, yes, there's being hands off and blah, 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 et cetera. I I think the Wilpons, man. Yeah. They they have to be on the worst worst owners in sports list. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's it's the Wilpons are bad and it Mickey Callaway's not doing any better and they I mean, the Wilpons are bad. They hired Mickey Callaway, who's not doing that great, and they fucking hired a a agent to be their GM. Like they just make wrong move after wrong move. So it's not like Ex- I don't know. Yeah, but they're bad. But anyway, Chad Baxter. Outside just- of pitching coach, they've they've screwed everything up. 82-year-old pitching coach. <laughs> Chad Baxter just donated to the cause in the chat. He says he's not even a Yankees fan or a New York team fan, but he likes this channel. The breakdowns are awesome. Keep it up. And he says Vargas did beat the Mets in the World Series, so he's forever royal. Thanks, Chaxter. Yeah, Chaxter. That's a cool name. Yeah, uh, the Mets, man, it's tough. It's tough times for the Mets. Good job, Pete. I'm so glad I'm not a Mets fan. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings me to my Knicks. Um, did a Knicks podcast last night. Go check that out. Talking Knicks if you're feeling that. Um, Jim, you like the name Nando DiColo? No. What? Am I supposed to like that name? Yeah. It's not that cool of a name. Dude, three O's. We've got a Midler word. We got a lot of vowels. It just flows. Wait, Nando well, let me. Nando Okay, well, you said it completely different the second time. What? Let me type it out. How do I find it? How do I? How do you? How do you? Okay, here we go. How do you think I'm se- spelling it right? N O N D O Nando Decolo D I C O L O Nando Decolo. So you think I'm talking about some Guido? No, that's what you said. Nando, Nando. Decolo. Nando, so that's an A, N-A-N-D-O, space D-E, space C-O-L-O. Yeah, you got to put a little more gap. Nando de Colo. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just here. <laughs> you're just, you saw it now, now you know. But yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, when you say it all together, Nando de Colo, it sounds like, I thought I was looking at an Italian name, de Colo. Like, you, were, no, you were hearing an Italian name, yeah, it's nothing I, I special and I understand that. that it's but. not that cool of a name. It's a fun name. 
Um, what about him? Who, who is he? Table. He's a French basketball player. He was. He was. Yeah. He was like a. He was like a backup guard in the NBA for a little bit. He didn't really cut it, and then he went to Europe and he got like dirty. <laughs> he got really good, so he's coming back. He's not like actually a big free agent, but it's funny. We've seen a couple guys do this now. Epk Udo, um, and I just kind of want to say his name. And speaking of fun names, Taco Fall, your guy with the Celts, Jim. You're a big Celts fan now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what did he? What? What his future still isn't going to be a player in the NBA. Yeah, like he's is. I, I don't think he's getting run day one. I mean, I, I, like I told you, every <laughs> there's going to be six teams that give him a shot to play basketball because he's seven foot six. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we'll we'll see how ugly NBA free agency Did, rumors. Didn't get we this make week a bet week. about Taco Flacco fall? Didn't we make a bet that I said like there's no way he gets playing time in the NBA ever? Yeah, you might have said something like that because my counter was like, I mean, every team is going to give him a shot because he's a giant. So we I, decided I he'd ride the bench for five years, but I, I don't think he'll ever see important minutes for a, a team ever. I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't think he's good. Yeah, no, it's um, I I mean, he's crazy slow. <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> dude, he's a giant. Yeah, he's a giant. Um, so I get that. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you'd have to lay out the terms of the bet a, a, a little differently than that, but um. Yeah, good good for them. That's uh we'll we'll see how weird things get. The the Kawhi the Kawhi rumors are gonna be all over the board because no everyone assumes he's going to the Clippers. But it's literally this weird NBA world where it's like, all right, we've assumed this for too long and we haven't heard anything definite yet that people are like, something's up. So we'll we'll see if there's any actual action there. But yeah, man, like oh, on a week from today. We're going to be talking some weird NBA free agency stuff, Jim, so get excited for that. This is exciting that I think most of our, at least our live audience probably doesn't care about, but UConn's moving back to the Big East? Yeah, so they... Um, That's awesome. moving back. Yeah, um, and it's it, there's a couple different dynamics there. And actually, Jim, I was debating if this was national news, but it actually is um, because... I forgot that... So, like, when all the conference realignment stuff was happening and it was, like, chaos... Um, well, I'm bad with years anyways, but that was like six years ago. Now they, they said the, the last team that really moved conferences was Louisville in 2014, I believe. Um, so UConn changing conferences is kind of a thing. Uh, the big East basketball is, it's going to be great for the men's and women's basketball programs. The only thing that's up in the air right now, Jim is football. Um, the big East doesn't currently have football. Um, so that they're not sure what football is going to do. They're thinking that they could either go independent for a little bit, which is kind of scary because then you have like no conference revenue or any of that stuff, uh, for a football program that's already really struggling. Um, or they might, if, if a spot opens up in conference USA or a conference like that, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good for UConn. Right. I, UConn uh, was in. That, the American Conference was so stupid. The women went undefeated lifetime in the American Conference. <laughs> so so stupid that UConn and, and had to do that. I mean, play competition good enough to keep the program good. For anyone that doesn't so know, like a the, UConn, which is a team in Connecticut, which is the Northeast, they were in a conference playing nothing but sou- southern teams. Central Florida, um, East Carolina, Houston, Memphis, South Florida, Southern Methodist, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, Wichita State. It made no ge- ge- geographical yeah. sense. And then competition-wise, didn't make that much sense 
anyway, like Cincinnati was there. That was good. It made no sense. Now they'll be back in the garden for the Big East tournament, and that's a huge draw. Like that's money. So yeah. whatever. I, I'm sure there's not there's there's people that care about this less than us since we, you are a Connecticut guy and I, basically am a half Connecticut person. But that's yeah. I mean, smart you, you, job. You, by you've NCAA. seen the UConn effect in Connecticut. It's um. But I I will say this. I mean, UConn UConn men's basketball and the women's basketball are national brands. Um, which is, which is kind of cool. So that's um. That's that's interesting. Interested to see where the football lands. If you if you want to hear Poppy Gordo go on a thirty minute rant about how how they ruined the football program, I'd be glad to tell you about it. But we'll save that for another. Can day. the football? The, um, can you have different conferences for basketball and football? You can, right? Yeah, you can. But um, I'm I, it gets really tricky because a lot of conferences will just tell you like no yeah like we want everyone want to be part of our basketball thing you have to do football but biggies doesn't even have basketball so i i don't know right. well we'll see straighten it out jimmy what i i got a few baseball things on here the dodgers walk off yankees record hannah green winning the lpga lgpa was i think that was a joke about my gpa um what, what'd you see from the baseball diamond this weekend the rockies the rockies right now if you are, if you're like not a baseball fan, but you want a team to f- to follow for interest, follow the Rockies around. Everywhere yeah. they go is action. The Mets, the dugouts clear. Um, Daniel Murphy's being a weirdo, right? Versus the Mets. Next yep. up, they go to Chicago. There's Beanball. No, that was the Padres. But they they no no yeah the Rockies go to Chicago and there's Beanball galore. Um, Rizzo gets hit. Uh, Bryant gets hit twice. Everyone's Arenado. everyone's testy. Jave lays his balls out on the line. He hits the big home run off our dude Philip Deal. Then the Rockies go home. They play the Padres. Manny Machado gets thrown out. There's a bunch of wild plays, right? And now the Rockies tour goes to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers beat them with three walk-offs from rookies in a row. Follow the Rockies around because right now they're on like a fucking concert tour of events just bringing weird baseball to every city it's four in a row where their their series has been like "Ooh, pay attention to that series there's weird stuff happening they uh i i mean any series at course usually leads to some fireworks literally and figuratively um yeah man i they uh the dodgers already had a decent lead in the division and uh, you and I know the wild card struggle because it's it's one game. I mean, you you lose a year of your life for every one game wild card baseball game. It's wild card and sucks, man. They're in a brutal spot right now. Where I mean, even if they have a great second half of their season, they're like best case is the wild card because the Dodgers have such a big lead. This this series with them was a chance to like I don't know if you put a dent in it and you're like all right, let's just keep chipping away and we'll see where we land. Then you get walked off three straight games by rookie homers. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that was a little little talking rocks there. Uh, talking Dodgers, too. Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo. I don't want to say anything mean. Your kind of guy. Handsome. He looks like... I was going to say something so mean. I don't yeah. think I should say it. Whatever. He looks like a little slimy. Is that... I, I'm 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 trying to I'm I'm trying to get around whatever words you're. We had to say. we had a, a a kid that went to high school with us that got okay. got went to jail for stealing stuff out of his parents' friends' houses. 
Alex Verdugo right. looks like that kind of kid. That's I think that's incredibly rude and like shitty to say. Yeah, I think that's incredibly mean. I think I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but like he looks like that kid. Not like that kind yeah. of kid. Like he looks like that kid. Yeah. Good at baseball. And kind of fun. The Dodgers are fun. Dude, the, there's like it's so Dodgers it's so fun. weird how little teams are doing things right in baseball right now. And it's like the Dodgers, the Astros, the Yankees. The twins are doing things right, but in a different way. Like the Dodgers. The Astros and the Yankees are bringing in good talent and just like everyone they bring up from the minors or they get on these small deals to bring like are just producing. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, well, I, I think there's a couple different interesting things going on because you're right. Like, uh, uh, you know, people, again, probably think Yankees, Dodgers, and they think, you know, spend money, spend money. Um, I mean, a lot of their best players, uh, all of their best players are guys that were brought up through the minor leagues and and are doing their own thing. Uh, The Twins actually have a lot of that going on, but it's just guys who aren't household names. I don't know if it's Minnesota, um, but Jimmy, like the the Twins are Jorge Polanco. Buxton's having a huge year. Kepler, um, you know, Berrios. And then what the Twins have that I don't know if the other teams did have, but with all these teams trying to not compete in baseball, the Twins were able to sign a few guys. The Twins have Nelson Cruz on their team. Um, the, 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 twins the Twins did have, this year what the San Francisco Giants tried to do last year. They're like, all right, no one else is signing free agents. We'll pick up some free agents. And the Giants picked up McCutcheon. They picked up Longoria. They picked up someone else. And the San Francisco Giants were like, we'll do it. They failed miserably. The Twins did it successfully. They're like, oh, we'll pick up these guys. I mean, Mar- Marwin, Gon- Marwin Gonzalez is on the Twins. He was a guy that was like, <laughs> you know, really respected in a lot of baseball circles, and he, he kind of had a tough year. But, uh, yeah, man, the, uh, the, the Twins twins are doing it, man. And weren't I think I feel like they were in on, like, the Kimbrel Keiko sweepstakes a little bit. It's, uh, I mean, they have kind of taken advantage of this – you know, a mini little mini era of baseball where, you know, there's how, how many teams are truly competing right now? Less than half. There you go. Matt Beatty for the Dodgers. He was part of these walk-offs. He had the walk-off in the second game. He had a single in the ninth of the third game that led to like his run was, I think what did it. Um, yeah. He's played 26 games, Jake, and he's doing pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, all right. We do have some updates from friendly, friendly people. I think you have one over there, right? You, do, you used to. It's on the ground by the desk. Updates. Updates. I are. I rat. I rate ratty media. He donated to the cause and says Dodgers Yanks World Series. You know who would really like that? Baseball. The MLB. I'd fucking love that. Yeah. I would I irate, I wouldn't like that. Rate rat. I wouldn't like that because it would just seem like the Dodgers have to win it eventually, right? If they make it again. Yeah, I I was talking to some Dodgers fans on the interstate, and they're um I don't know they're they're kind of at the point where it's uh what is it? Uh, I mean like Buffalo Bills territory. Yeah. Um, like this. If if they get one more and they don't win, I mean it, it goes down as like one of the all time sports misses. Yeah, best team to never win. Yeah. And then Jordan Medeiros, uh, 
He donated, supported, appreciate you. I said, you're the GOAT when it comes to YouTube. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate that. And Vic H says, Jim and Jake, best duo on YouTube. I think i got to find a time during halftime where I do all these. I don't know how to do them yet, but we appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. Um, All right, there's a lot of questions about baseball, Jake, but we are actually having our meeting, and we're like two weeks away from our baseball-only show. And the Yankees pregame show at the end of the Yankees pregame show will be live with that later. And we'll answer like straight baseball questions there. But this show, we got to keep moving. I think we're at halftime. Someone asked this question. Oh, we should do all-star stuff, Jake. Do you have the all-star update for you for this was a conversation I wanted wanted to have on here. All-star and home run Um, derby is kind of set. Yeah, I mean, might might be something for tomorrow's show, Jim. We got to stretch it out in baseball season. All right, you want to wait? Yeah. All right. Someone asked why Vladdy's doing the home run derby. He only has seven home runs. Get the biggest names in the home run derby. You want to get fans? Picture picture the dunk contest, or you know. Yeah, it's it's not it's, like it's 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 promotion for the sport, and Vladdy promotes the sport the history with his dad like think of all the storylines they could run on that production and just yeah. like you get fans that are like oh i watched his dad now i watch him it's just really good for the sport even if he only hits like two home runs it's still like a good storyline and that's what the home run derby is it's not to be taken as a serious contest even though they do win a million dollars grew up in the street that's the half you got any halftime updates grew up in the streets man yeah you want to you want to listen to that sound drop i heard the start of it Grew up in the streets, man. We used to lean over to get our poops out. <laughs> it's true. Uh, what's going on? How's your halftime going? All that squatty potty nonsense. I'm doing all right. Um, I just saw the video of Cam Newton offering someone on his flight 1500 for their seat. Mm-hmm. Um, thought that was, <laughs> was kind of funny. Um, People are turning it into a race thing that the guy said no. I have no idea yeah. the guy's intentions, why he said no. Cam Newton offered a guy $1,500 for a seat with more legroom. But, like, what if that dude wants the legroom just as much as Cam Newton and he has yeah. a lot of money himself? Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's very logical reasons for that dude to be like, no, I paid extra for this seat with legroom. Like, if someone offered, I'm pretty broke. I could use a lot of money. If if I was right. on a six hour flight to California and I had a I had an aisle seat and someone offered me right. money to pay for to change to a window seat, I mean it'd have to be like ten grand for me to say like no I I'm not sitting in a window seat I'm claustrophobic. You're not doing the fifteen hundo. I'll do f- one. So it's one thousand five hundred bucks. Yeah, dude, I was thinking in my head fifteen grand, one thousand five hundred no. bucks. No fucking way. With why. Why is this even a story? Why would that guy change? It's like a 10-hour flight, and he has extra legroom, $1,000 more? It was like a man who probably has a career and a salary. He doesn't need that. I can't believe they turned that into a story. That's ridiculous. Yep. Saying no is the likely answer there. Dude probably purchased his ticket early, spent extra money for the seat with legroom. For the aforementioned legroom. I can't believe that's a story. All right. All right. Well... That's the halftime. You want you got anything else? Zimmer's laying like he's dead. Z- it. When Zimmer lays on his bed, he looks cute as a button. When he lays on the floor because he wants the cool of the hardwood, he just looks like right. a dead dog. Yeah. That's a that's a dog trait. Yeah. 
An elderly couple was held hostage for six days by two nesting seagulls that would attack them every time they attempted to leave their house. A driver found a thousand bees on the door of his car. A thousand bees. Russian mechanics are generating power from a thousand lemons, Jake. They have a lab set up with lemons and they're using them to get power. An 88-year-old man was on a walk in the woods and he found a hockey puck that he lost as a boy. Wow. Melrose residents were hit with a tornado of poop and their homes were ruined after raw sewage spewed from their toilets. A lone slug, a lone slug, a slug, it acted alone, derailed 26 trains in Kyushu for one hour. And a Catholic bishop plans on dumping holy water from a plane all over the city to exercise the entire city's demons. I read the news today, oh boy. Wow. Whoa. Monday brings some good news. Actually, shout out to whoever DM'd the John Boy and Jake radio Instagram about the elderly couple with the seagulls because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't where I usually find news. And I mean, what? He was like, I think this would be good for John Boy Jake Radio. And I was like, what a fucking story that is. Maybe my favorite story of the bunch. And we got a lot of good stories. Well, I feel like we already opened up the, the can of worms, which maybe the seagulls were looking for. But uh, Roy Picard, 77, wife Brenda, the Picards of Not End on Sea in, in, in Lancashire, England. Constantly confronted by seagulls, which were caring for two chicks that ended up on the canopy directly above their door. <laughs> I've not been able to go out the front door, Roy told the Telegraph. <laughs> this is tough. Um, dude, one attack sent Roy to the hospital with a bloody head wound. Oh, Jake, that makes it not as fun. Come on now. Uh, I'm sorry about it, Jay. That's that's where I I don't know. Maybe we have to maybe if we we have to tune it down a little bit. But they have a garage that they can get into via the kitchen and drive out to go shopping. Uh, but it's not ideal for them. Oh wait wait wait. Um, what they can get out of their house just fine then. Thankfully, we have an integrated garage I can get into from the kitchen, open the garage door, and drive out to get our shopping. But I have to leave the garage door open, which isn't ideal. So, okay, I went from having complete sympathy to a complete lack of sympathy. Just get a garage door opener? Like the rest of the world that has garage doors? You just hit a button, my man, and it opens? Who you if you have a garage with that's where you park your car, who even uses the front door then? That's garage doors are expensive. Roy doesn't have that kind of coin. Seventy seven year old Roy, he's retired, man. He doesn't he doesn't have a garage door fund. I feel like it's very like we set these up every time we move into a house. It's very easy. I I do it it does suck that the seagulls attacked him and he had to go to the hospital, but like, I lived in, how many houses have we lived in, Luke? Seven houses? 
if you if you go in and out the garage, you don't use the like I've never used the front door in those houses. Right. But you had you had an operating garage. Roy doesn't. Yeah, but it's not expensive to get that. It's very cheap. Um, so I'm sorry, Roy. This is really fun, though. I hate birds. Birds are the meanest species. Right. And this guy doesn't deserve this. Uh, but it does make for a great movie. <laughs> like if this was a quirky neighbor and the movie can't come movie? out, birds are here. It wouldn't be the main story of a movie. This would be like the neighbor. Right, right, right. It would right, be like right. the C plot line. Right. And then at the end okay. of the movie, the A plot line, something would happen, and that would solve the C plot, plot line's problems. Jimmy. Penalty Kick USA. What channel is it on? Rapino. FS1. Fucking. Get there quick. Dude, FS1's channel like 260, and no other channel do I have to go into the 260s. Whenever things are on, the Sharks, the NHL playoffs are always on FS1. It's like, I don't even know how to get there. She's lining it up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. Watch, watch. Penalty kick. U.S. women's soccer. A lot of cheering. A lot of cheering. Did she already take it? They scored. Good job. Yeah, she scored. (laughs) U.S. is up. I missed it. I want to blow it for you. I'm sorry about FS1's channel. Take that, Spain. Yeah. Was it, uh, I forget her name. She's dating, she's dating someone. Rapino. What's her name? Rapino. She's dating the. She's uh, Sue Bird, Yukon. Yeah, the woman's the WNBA player, right? Yeah. Wow. Goalie tried to bait her, completely didn't work. Good yeah, job. That was, that was my old trick in uh Take take one step the other way, and then just dive back. Never worked, but it's a tactic. Never worked. <laughs> Cole in the chat said, "Type two sixty on your remote," which would have been. I didn't know exactly if it was two sixty or not, but that would have been a lot. What faster. channel was it? Let's see. Two thirteen. So I was wrong. Okay. I was so t- typing in two sixty wouldn't have helped. I, I wasn't positive. That probably would have made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't know if you have to go up or down from there, and yeah. Uh huh. But every other channel, and I never go above seventy three on this cable box, except FS one. Damn. Yeah, during the NHL playoffs, I was like the last place I checked, and I was like, "Fuck!" And it made me internally hate FS one, which I don't really hate them. Give them a call or something. Um, Then I always think about: is channel space the same as shelf space in a convenience store or liquor store? Like, how much do they pay to be in the top 10 versus 30 through 40 versus 200? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. well, I think there's also, like, limited slots, right? Like, it's not like, you know, FS1 can't be like, oh, we'll be Channel 8. Like, no, it's like the ABC affiliate has that. But I wonder how much their contract, like, do they have contracts? Like, hey, in your region, we for 10 years, we're going to be Channel 5. Like, and that contract runs out, and then there is a bidding for Channel 5, and, like, NBC, CBS all want it. Like, I think it's a wild world, world that we don't even know about. If someone has input on that, please reach out. Someone does. Someone has a lot of info on that. Yeah, we're ready for it. We're ready for it, yeah. Appreciate you. Driver finds a thousand bees in his car. Do I just play the Tommy Boy clip? I think so. Bees in car, Tommy Boy. 
It's a really good scene. good scene and uh spain just tied it up one one yeah what a shot top titty jake i don't um, think you can say that in women's sports i say that in any sports yeah but it just sounds it's about the goal i thought you were talking about her herself i thought that's how you were describing the woman who scored no man top corner top titty baby all day you're talking um, about the goal itself not the woman who scored it correct bingo all right, just being sure. You want to talk about Alex Verdugo some more? <laughs> he looks like our friend who got arrested for stealing stuff. Just Jimmy, saying. the bees on the door. It it looks like someone said they wrote jokes with a sweet sums, substance. The car turned out to be smeared with jokes with a very sweet substance. Oh, so they wrote like... Knock knock jokes and honey, and then bees got attracted to it. That's a shitty prank, but kind of cool. I think so, or maybe this is written in where whatever country this happened in. They use the term jokes as prank, and maybe maybe that's just what's confusing here. Um, what if yeah, I mean, like there's a, a knock picture. knock there... joke, like knock knock, who's there? Bees, because we put honey on your car. We got twenty thousand bees on the door. That that sucks, man. Remember in, uh, when that's we lived in prank. New Britain and. Uh, some punk kids in the neighborhood put mustard and hair gel all over my car. Yeah. And I woke up early to go to an interview for a job at Enterprise Rental Car. And I had to call out and yeah. I was like, hey, I, I can't come in. They're like, why? I said, uh, someone put hair gel and mustard all over my windshield. I can't like see a thing. Tried to wipe it off, but it's sticky. Maybe that was a blessing in disguise, Jim. Maybe that was the good Lord looking out for you. So you didn't have to work at Enterprise. I did like seven rounds of interviews at Enterprise. I remember. And uh, I mean, I probably didn't get, get it in the end because they could tell I did not want it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you interview someone and like, oh, this dude's just doing this because it was an option. Like there was, I very much did, like if they gave me the job, I very much was going to be like, fuck, this is my life now. Very much did yeah. not want it. They could probably see through that after seven yeah. interviews. Last time I ever shaved my face clean. We're ready for it. Well, we have to put a deadline on that. Like, it has to be like a thousand reviews by the end of the season or something, or or before the playoffs. And end of your life, whatever. Yeah. No, because eventually we'll we will get to a thousand reviews. The, there's a deal on Talking Yanks right now that once we get to a thousand reviews, I'm gonna shave my face and we're gonna tape my beard to Jake's face, and then he has to wear my beard on his face for a day. But we need to put an ending because we will get to a thousand reviews like within the next couple of years, but like by the end of this season, maybe. Why do we need to put an end date on it? Because because there's got to be motivation for people to review the show. The show. Yeah, you're right. Maybe even these guys will go to the po- Talking Yanks podcast and give it a review, even though they don't listen to Talking Yanks because not Yankee fans because they want to see you wear my beard on your face. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, that's not what they want to see. Oh yeah, Rapino. 
Shot blocked. Shot blocked. Uh, 88-year-old on walk finds hockey puck he lost as a boy. Now, this, I don't know how this got made into a news article, but if I was this 88-year-old, I wouldn't shut up about this till I died. Like, that's so cool. No. Initials were carved on the puck. It's so cool. Duluth, Minnesota, baby. Hell yes. Just walking, picks up a puck, has his initials on it. This is how I made my U all those years in school, even. I seen that round thing in the mud there, and I thought it was a snuff can, Ray says. It was the puck with his initials on it. Oh, my God. Ray couldn't wait to get home to show his puck to his wife, Sonia. I couldn't share it with any of his buddies because they're all dead, Sonia said. I must have went yeah. to 10 houses so excited about this puck, carrying it with me in a napkin so I, could do, so I wouldn't do any damage. Honey, it's been in the snow and rain for 80 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're going to treat it with kid gloves. <laughs> think you're, think you're going to crush it with your hands, Ray? It's been, what the hell is that? It's been in the woods for 50 years. You don't need to treat it with kid gloves. <laughs> uh, I would guess he was, someone asked how he lost in the woods. I would guess it, uh, in the winter there's a pond around there and he was playing pond hockey and shot it. Like if I went back to... The place I lived in Southbury, we had a little pond, and we played ice hockey there. Right. I, I bet I could go find a puck from my youth in those woods. Land at 10,000 lakes. Duluth. It's pretty funny that she's handling it with care. Pretty sad yeah, that she good. said, I wanted to show his friends, but they're all dead. Like, that seems... Why, it, why take this happy moment and, and remind him? Because it's real. It is real. How about these Melrose homes, Jake? All at once, every toilet in Melrose just started spewing sewage back up into their houses. I mean, the, that's one of the stronger opening three words of any article we've read. Tornado of poop. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been sending the links to the chat. I don't know if they appreciate that when I do, but it's oh, harmless. Man. It's harmless. Yeah. There's... There's an image from a video that I don't think I'm going to click, but um, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. That wow, that's a tornado of poop. That bathroom is filled with shit, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, it's not even no your joke. own. It's like all your neighborhoods. That came up in the whole neighborhood? Yeah. Holy shit, that's people a lot of shit. Who live, People who live on Brazil Street in Melrose overpressurized, cause sewage back out. Um, damn. That's a uh, that's gross. They gotta have like a block party or something to celebrate. Imagine calling your neighbors like, "Did your toilet just put shit all over your house?" Yeah. Oh, let's call Mary. Hey, Mary, our toilet just put shit all over our house. Did yours? Hold on, let me check. Oh my god, it did. Let's call Heather and then just call the whole I th- neighborhood. Thought I heard something upstairs, but I doubt my bathroom's gonna be filled with. Oh my god, <laughs> it's in my house too. <laughs> yeah, they got to have a block party, man. They got to um I mean, that's how people that's how people come together. Oh yeah, this neighborhood oh, this is of Melrose this, this neighborhood of Melrose, Melrose just got, Massachusetts. Oh, it just got galvanized. Like this neighborhood, they will remember this as the summer of shit. I'm like, do you remember the summer of shit? Someone's going to move into the neighborhood in 2020 and they're going to feel yeah. so left out because in yeah. the 2025 summer barbecue well, you know, this whole started with the summer of shit. We had to get out of our houses and barbecue. Oh, yeah. 
Jordan, you weren't there oh, yet, yeah. right? I, you I, didn't. I remember. You, uh, I, I remember Johnny had a huge year on the mound that year. Was that was that pre or post shit? Yeah, that was the summer of shit. And like Dave moves into the neighborhood. He's like, what do you mean the summer of shit? Oh, you had to be there, Dave. That's how this Everyone's barbecue. Everyone's got their video ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Block party. Melrose mask. Get ready. Yeah. And then you know what? This Catholic bishop plans to dump holy water uh, from a plane right. to exercise whatever city's demons this Catholic bishop should do this to Melrose because clearly something evil just happened. So, Jimmy, I just did a huge flip-flop on the shit story. Let's see. I just Let's see what town this is in. Um, Buena Ventura, Colombia. Okay. So, yeah. I, I mean, I like the concept. He's like, the more holy water I can get on everything, the better. So let's, let's go up to a plane. So I get that. Boingboing.net. We, we haven't spent a ton of time on there. Jimmy. Go baggies. Poop town? I think they need to lean into this hard. I think they start hosting an annual chili cook-off. Um, I think I think they do like uh any anything is like they have a national coffee convention in this town every year. Like I I think you really lean into Poop town. Change change the high school mascot to the Melrose shit tornadoes. I mean something like that. Maybe not STs, but something around there. What is what's their current mascot? That maybe we're maybe uh, their current Melrose. mascot's just the regular tornado, so it's a very easy switch. Melrose, Massachusetts high school. Like, yeah, that's is everything everything in this town is now going to be linked to this. Like if they already are the tornadoes, like they're just gonna be known as the shit tornadoes, you know? The, I would hope that they're already the if tornadoes. If they're the Panthers, the, they're now the shit Panthers. Yeah. But they need to embrace it. Like if this was Parks and Rec, this would start the yearly barbecue. Like, yeah. We, right. we do that well one summer, all of our houses backed up with shit, so we couldn't be inside. So we threw a block party and we all just hung out outside and we spent our day together and now we do it every year. I don't even think okay. th- I think that's going to happen. So they're the Red Raiders. So now they're so the shit I, raiders. The shit raiders? Or just say call them the Brown Raiders for PG sake. Brown Raiders, maybe? Yeah. That's the safer thing. They're now the Brown Raiders, yeah. That's that's good. Wow. That's a good trade off. Con- congrats. Congrats to Melrose. Anyway, this yeah, this this Catholic priest just wants to fly in the sky and, and dump holy water across it. Sure. Um, oh man, why don't you just go bless all the fire hydrants and then let them loose? It seems so much easier. Yeah, maybe go go to like the water factory and just put a little at the at the start, and then when it disperses to the people, boom. Yeah, go to the local water tower and bless it. Now that whole tower is holy water. Boom, much easier. But he probably is asking for donations for a plane. And he's going to upsell it and all that shit. So, yeah. Smart um, business. My sister Elizabeth once drank a vial of holy water. They would, they would, they would give you to-go holy water at our church when we were younger. In case you just wanted to dap yourself up with it on your own time. Or maybe you had someone sick. They were like, hey, here's some holy water. Let me make a forehead on your head. Uh, cross on your head. And uh, my sister, she went into my mom's purse. And she was just really thirsty. And she just grabbed the vial and drank it. Died the next day. What was that last part? Nah, she's alive and well. Alive and well. What a whirlwind. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Was there any other stories you wanted to talk about? What about this lone slug that disabled 26 trains? 
Like, I just, I, I feel like you're going to walk away hating this story. Yeah, it seems like a nonsense headline that's not true. Yeah. Unless, like, the slug killed the mechanic and then all the trains had to be delayed because the mechanic wasn't there to help out. Let's see. You got anything? No, I don't think so. There's a incredibly punctual Japan. I think this actually is a big story because, um, like, punctuality in the train system in Japan is so <laughs> different than how it's viewed over here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. RIP this slug. It slowed down 26 trains and 12,000 people's uh, commute. Oh, it got into, like, the um, the control box and, like, shorted some wires, which messed everything By up. the way, this is just the slug marketing campaign. There's two different videos on here of slugs just doing different things. Like, one is a slug escaping a Venus flytrap. Another is a slug going through, like, a pencil tube. Yeah, wow. This is just slug marketing. Slug marketing. Seen it once, seen it a million times. Get in on the slug stock because it is rising. Slock. Slock. Jake, what was the over-under for the Cubs-Mets game on Friday? This is huge information that we need to know. So the game went over. Well, what, what was it set at? I want to say it was eight and a half. Because it, it ended at nine. So if it was nine and a half, you would have won. Well, no. So in, in real life, and we're getting to bet of the day, I bet the over because I knew that the... You bet the under. Yeah. I knew the bet of the day under was not going to happen. So, you, that's, you're, so you're, not, you're being rude to the people. I had to make a sacrifice for a little coin, Jim. I was in Vegas. You can't give your bet of the day on the show and then two seconds later bet the opposite of that bet. Well, no, it's been a cold month, Jim, and the people need to know that. That's what this whole game is. It's finding your trends and patterns off of us. That's why, that's why the people are reading us, Jim. We're the hand. We're the blackjack table. Wow. You really snaked the people on that one. It's like someone flipping coins for their bets. Wow. Yeah. I had to get... Bet on a day! It's the bet on a day! Bet on a day! It's the bet on a day! Bet on a day! Bet on a day! Bet of the day, it is the bet of the day, bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey, Jakey lost on Friday, as you just heard. Bet the under in the Cubs-Mets game, banking on the 82-year-old pitching coach to get Vargas out of some trouble. Did not. Vargas got in a big fight with the umpire, but eventually got his way. The Cubs, I don't know who won, but they scored nine runs total. Jake, it's a new dawn, it's a new week, it's a new day. Let's start this off on the right foot. What are you betting today? What are you waiting for? Um, hey, Jim. Um, I, I, I've got some easy money for us today. Um, we'll get a win. It's, you know, $20 pays back 18 but it's free money. 
Jim, we're talking about a team we talked about earlier. Rockies. Colorado Rockies. Are they home? Facing your San Francisco Giants today. They still do on the road trip. They're in San Francisco. They're in San Clam. Um, but Jimmy, I think you're going to end up laughing at this because um, a we saw the Giants and we were extremely unimpressed. Colorado is good. Jim, the pitching matchup is John Gray versus Drew Pomeranz. John Gray having a solid year, 4180 RA, 90 in, 90 innings pitched, 7 and 5. Drewpom.com is 2 and 7 with a 709 ERA and a 178 whip in 80 in 53 innings. Um Rockies have a lot of big boy right-handed hitters. Um Rockies are favored slightly, um, but just just take the Rocks. The Giants just won a series versus the Diamondbacks. Nice. And they won a series versus the Brewers, but they got swept by the Dodgers in between. Or no. So the Dodgers are doing damage to everyone. But the Giants, the Giants suck, man. Bad. And, I mean, the, the, the Rockies just lost three, but they're all walk-off. So it's so easy for the team morale to be like, hey, we were in all those games. Like, we're not playing bad. We just played bad with last innings. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't, think, they're, I don't yeah. think the Rockies are really down in the dumps from that series. No. And the Giants suck. They're 19 and so a half bad. games back. And this is important. On this date... No, it actually doesn't work out. Whatever. Okay. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I think the Rockies have to bounce back to prove, like, you know, it was just a fluke shit. This doesn't really affect us. I think the Rockies will win. Um, Pomerantz. Haven't heard that name in a while. Drew Palm. He's having a bad year, you say? Oh, yes. 709 ERA. That's not good. His last start was to the Dodgers, seven earned runs. Eight earned runs to Baltimore. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for a little parlay, the over under is only seven and a half. So maybe uh, what maybe over there because the the Rockies might put that up. Yeah, why is it that's the lowest I've seen this season? Well, they're banking on the Giants not scoring because they're terrible, um, and the Giants actually have a good bullpen. But that's still really low. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm giving away a free parlay to get everyone back. But all right. Well, I agreed with you. So hopefully we can both start this week off right. You're. You want to stay live and just commentate and announce the rest of the soccer game. Yeah, full game. Full game. Got, uh, Throw in from Rupino to the blonde-haired girl. She kicks it up than- to the brunette in the right wing. She's flying up. She up up. She controls it. She's waiting. She's waiting. She's going to her left. She tosses it back to that girl who's going to bring it to the mid-court, and she tosses it back to that girl, and then she's going to go up, and she kicks it over thanks, to guys. that girl. Uh, thanks, guys. What's the song we played? Weird Science. I got it. Here it is. All right, we'll be back later with the Talking Yanks pregame show on YouTube. We will be back tomorrow with another John Boy and Jake Radio. Thank you, guys. For listening, uh, yeah, if you want to rate, review on the podcast app, that would be great. Otherwise, we'll just see you tomorrow. Appreciate you. 
Oh, in the box, in the box. Rapino's got the ball in the box. It's out of the box. See ya. Weird science. Pictures from a magazine. Diagrams and charts. Baby broker, hunter, red. Weird science. Something like a recipe.